Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Queer For It, a podcast hosted by three queer friends living in Austin, Texas, bringing you a weekly dose of queer realness and laughs. I'm Chris, I'm queer, I'm she, her, and my pronouns are she, her, <laughs> and my Instagram is at the yellow bandit. Nailed it. <laughs> uh, I'm Courtney, I'm a lesbian, I use she, her pronouns, and my Instagram is at court underscore roads. Chris, I'm a trans man. I use he, him pronouns, and my Instagram is at see the stars ablaze. I just said I'm she, her, like that is who I am now. You are. Um, this week we're checking in and catching up after the holidays. It's been a minute since we've seen each other. Also, Chris squared. We have the cough, um, so we'll try to do that out of the mic. And then Courtney, as always, is in ever resplendent 100% health. How does she do this? I don't think I've ever seen you be sick. Oh, I get strep like twice a year. That's it. I am due. I'm due for it. And it it just adds to the quality of your voice. Yeah, I'm probably supposed to get my tonsils taken out, but I don't don't have like a primary care doctor. So all the urgent cares, they don't talk to each other. So nobody knows I've had strep like 300 times in the last 10 years. That's so funny. I've been going to the doctor for some stuff because someone hit me with their car. And they're like, oh, who's your primary physician? I'm like, bitch, I'm not rich. Yeah, what are you talking about? I don't about? have a doctor. What are you talking about? I don't even have insurance. Like, health insurance. I have, like, car insurance. <laughs> I have health insurance, but I've never, like, had a primary care doctor because my insurance has changed. And it's like, they're not, they don't take the same insurances. So it's like, why would I get emotionally attached to somebody that I might not be able to go to? Oh, fully. In 2021. I Well, I'm also like, I wish we could just have that, do- like, our child physician forever. I wish oh, we could have I think mine's dead, forever. for sure. Oh, yeah. Definitely the doctor that, oh my gosh, my mom, okay, my mom, um, I was, re- I've been, like, I was, when I was being born, I was coming out kind of sideways and backwards and the doctor went in with forceps and pulled me out by my jaw. And so I had like a very off jaw for a long time and I'm like working my way back to it, to my more normal face, whatever. And I was mad about this a couple years ago and I texted my mom and she, she was like, I was like, I want to sue that doctor. Just like being angry. Obviously I can't do that. And uh, she was like, Dr. Swagger? I think he might be dead, baby. And I was like, oh shit, his name was Dr. Swagger? All right, we're good. I'm not mad anymore. That's fine. I was born by Dr. Swagger. I'm into that. That's cool. That's cool. I was like, mom, how did you not share that vital information with me? We also have a new guest. Yeah, we have a new member of the podcast. Uh... <laughs> His is he name? attacking my plant? Absolutely not. That's a bad boy. <laughs> How did he even reach it? It's Pick his, it up. His name is Granger Ranger Ranger. And he rings the doorbells when he wants to go outside. Yeah, we're not... Well, I guess we haven't podcasted since the bad... A couple. Bad news. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, so we haven't recorded in like mm-hmm. two weeks, mm-hmm. two and a half weeks. Uh, and like they said, we have... A new little guest. So I, I got a puppy named Granger. Um, he's a little mutt. We think he's like part German Shepherd. Honestly, he's so cute. Gonna be huge. Really, so cute. He's seriously um, cute. But I ended up adopting him because the day after our last podcast, my dog Rowling had just a routine checkup. I had mm-hmm. to take her into uh, a vet appointment. A vet appointment to get her heartworm and flea stuff, and. She was, she just turned nine in November, so that's old, but not that old. It's old, but it's not 13, you know? Um, But she was perfectly healthy when we took her in. Um, Like, we left the vet appointment with them giving her a six-month weight loss plan. That's how healthy she was. Like, they were like, she she could be on a diet. She's healthy enough to handle it. She's not, like, frail. But um, she got a 12-month heartworm injection, which she had had once before, but the problem is, is that, and this is what I think, and like what a bunch of us think, um, we think that the heartworm injection is what ended up killing her because Rowling ended up passing away five days after that. Um, they did blood work at the same time, and I don't know the sequence of it, but there's no way they waited to see what her blood work said before they gave her the injection. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that her liver levels were like elevated mm-hmm. at the time of the injection or around the time of the injection. I'm not sure if it was like right before or right after, but mm-hmm. either way, she was nine years old and high liver values. 
most vets would have opted to not give her that injection. They probably would have given her the chewable yes. that she can take monthly. Right. Mm-hmm. Which um, is way less of an aggressive treatment. Absolutely. But instead, they did those things simultaneously, um, which I think is really poor practice. Um, I wasn't able to go in, obviously, because yeah, it's COVID. COVID. They're not letting but you also, be with your pet. I don't really get to make the call on those sort of things. They're going to take her back and do all of those things at the vet office anyway. But in my opinion, I think that that's a bullshit practice. And I think that they should be extra careful, especially with dogs that are older. Um, And the thing is, is once they give them this heartworm shot, it's not like when they eat something and you can pump their stomach. It's an injection. It's in their system. system. So Thursday I took her in and by Saturday morning she was jaundiced and in liver failure. And couldn't walk. And she, you know, she could walk on Saturday, but she was... She was really, really sick. She was throwing up a lot and um, not eating, Mm -hmm. which is Rowling was super food motivated. Yeah. And she was peeing in the house, which Rowling, in nine years, she, even as a puppy, really didn't pee in the house. So I was like, something is really wrong. Um, And so I ended up having to take her to the emergency vet. And at the emergency vet, they, they told me, like, yeah, she's jaundiced. It's really weird that they didn't notice this at the vet on Thursday. And I was like, because she wasn't jaundiced at the vet. They're like, well, has anything changed? Did she get anything? And I was like, all that changed is that she had a heartworm injection. Yeah. And all of the vets were kind of like blowing me off and being like, oh, well, like if she had it before, it couldn't be that, which like is also bullshit. Like no, it's you could bullshit. be on a medication and then in a year develop some sort of other disease. And if you took that well, medication and also again. My, my belief is that the initial, the first time she took this shot a year ago it's what damaged her liver that is that's reflected in the blood work and she couldn't handle it twice yeah you could yeah yeah, you can't i mean because like yeah i could overdose and survive it once and then do it again same time you're way more successful yeah yeah Yeah. my what makes me so so mad about that is that the vets the way that they it's sure not all vets whatever the way that they prescribe medicines and what they choose to give your animal is based on how much money they're getting back from the yeah. pharmaceutical company. That's what I said. I which said they, makes this... me so mad. Well, because like Caleb was like, I've never even heard of that. And I was a like, tw- yeah. I've never heard of a 12 month heartworm shot. Obviously this specific vet in Austin, this is their primary like prescription for heartworm because they probably had a pharmaceutical rep who sold them this and they make X amount from it. And so if they can get the most money, they will always prescribe that first. That's exactly how it works. I did not know how it works until I started dating Maria and then she started telling me about how med stuff works. Why you get prescribed specific things. And this is for humans too. They do this with Absolutely. They do it for humans too. I have a seven pound dog and have always been very skeptical of the uh, whatever medical system just everywhere. Um, And I, you know, I'm very in the vet's face. Why are you giving him that? What's that for? Is it dosed to his size? This is which is a huge question I often ask. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's this size for all animals. And I'm like, okay, cool. Don't give him that. He's mm-hmm. a seven pound dog. You can't give my seven pound dog the same shit you give a 90 pound dog. Yeah, that doesn't work at all. And the vet gets mad at me because, like, he's like, he doesn't have all of his shots. He doesn't, you don't take him regularly. I'm like, wow, it's magic he's alive, I guess. Yeah. You know, he also lives indoors. I take care of him. He lets me floss his fucking teeth. You know, I give him the monthly heartworm chew. I give him the... Uh, the three month flea tick chew brevecto yeah. that because I, I think that one works well and I don't That's like I don't like the topical oils I don't like the chemically mm-hmm. ones um, but yeah I think it's so insane they're not measuring per the animal just because they don't fucking care yeah well, I, and I don't want to say they don't care you know like they're not trying to kill well, it's pets the percentage, but it's the percentage of like risk to reward they're exactly. like only like three percent of dogs have died from this so yeah. like and it's like well if any percent i want to know that yeah like if you had known that in, there was any chance that she would die from it you probably wouldn't have done well it. yeah because heartworm isn't necessarily even fatal no and she's a mostly indoor dog that i don't even really take Absolutely. to dog parks so like it was just really really frustrating and like an expensive vet visit to begin with and, then, and fuck them too they get to make money killing your pet and then they get to make money like getting rid of your pet like, oh yeah well so 
yeah, I took her to the emergency vet Saturday, and here's where I think some more negligence went in was they didn't rerun her blood work on Saturday. Shut the fuck up. So what are you there for? I, you yeah. can look at her and yeah. tell what's yeah. happening. Well, they put her on fluids and they like gave her like supportive care and stuff, and they're like, oh, we have her hydrated because she's been throwing up, and they gave her like some antinausea medicine and whatever. And so on Sunday, I, I called them to check on her, and they're like, yeah, she's like really hydrated, so we're not really worried about her the dehydration really like she won't eat but like she's almost as likely to eat at your house than she is here because like it can stress them out to try to eat like in a kennel you know it's not home and they're like so you can pick her up so I went and I picked her up and I got her home and I got her to eat about a cup of food um well I made her like some chicken and rice yeah and we took what would be our last walk together she she was kind of all right. She was like a little bit slow paced, but we took a, a mile walk that night. Um, and she like slept in the bed with me. And then about 3 a.m. she was sick and throwing up again. And so the next day we tried to take her to a different vet. Well, she couldn't walk. <clears throat> the next day she was like kind of falling over while yeah. she was walking. And she was like in full shutdown. Yeah, yeah. And I like called back the initial vet and they were just kind of like. Nobody seemed like in any state of emergency where I'm like, my dog was like dying, rolling around in the grass and running around on Thursday and it's Sunday and she can't even walk. And so I ended up having to take her back to the emergency vet on Monday and they were like, okay, well, we'll keep her for a few days and and we'll try to see if she responds to this and blah, blah, blah. And they call me back at like 2 a.m. Or like late that night and they're like so we got all of her like levels back and we've like never really seen levels this high and I'm like how could they have gone from like Thursday where like they were like her levels are like elevated and you should see a specialist to like mm-hmm. oh they're so high there's like nothing we can do I can't believe that they chose to inject her uh, yeah I just can't believe they chose to inject her I guess they didn't have the blood work before the injection see, see either way one if they didn't have the blood work beforehand that seems negligent and like yeah. not good practice two totally. if they did have the blood work beforehand and then still chose to do so then they knowingly killed my dog if you're gonna give something a year supply of injection in its body which in my head sounds so crazy like well you see on every pharmaceutical like advertisement for any prescription on TV it's like notify your doctor if you have these underlying conditions that that's like the same thing with a dog if they were like oh maybe this would shock her system so, d- she's got whiter on the face maybe we keep her on the chewables because it's yeah. easier for yeah. just the older which I would have easily done that but you know when they're like yeah this is what we <coughs> this is our suggestion yeah, this is what we recommend route. you're like cool you went to fucking how many years of school to recommend me shit like this yeah but yeah. so yeah so then I ended up went and picked her up and like all of this I like I think I like blacked out for most of this. I mean, I spent Thursday to Monday just like crying because I just everyone was like, mm-hmm. maybe it'll be fine, and I was like, no. I don't have a good feeling about it. Like, I've no, never, you can tell when it's not. Fine I've never seen pet. rallying sick, let alone like decline that fast. Mm-hmm. And it was just you could just tell. Mm-hmm. And like went and picked her up. She couldn't walk. Um, Caleb came over here at like two a.m. and like said goodbye to her, and Kristen said goodbye, and then we drove to San Antonio because I didn't want her to be put down. Vet. Yeah. And so we drove to San Antonio and we had a vet come to my parents' house and we had her put down there at like 11 in the morning and then we buried her in the backyard, which <coughs> was really hard to do. But it was awful. Um, and like I know, I a bunch of people like came, a bunch of people were like, wow, like that does sound like that definitely could have been it. And there was like a handful of people that I posted about it on Instagram that were like, there's no way this could have been what killed her. And I'm like, if you look up the side effects of... Pro Heart 12, liver failure is in the top side effects, and also hyper bilirubin, which is what the levels of her bilirubin were off the chart that they were like, this is an irreversible thing. There were so many, like, people, like, not so many, but there was a handful of people. Even the, the vet who came to put her down, he was like, I give out hundreds of these shots every weekend, and I've never seen an adverse reaction. I'm like, yeah, but just because I've never seen someone shot to death doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, like, absolutely. Just because I've absolutely. Seen, like I've know people are open carrying and they have guns doesn't mean that there's not someone open carrying and fucking shooting someone. Like it's that, and it's like that doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Absolutely. Just because it's a small percentage or whatever. But it's listed right on. Right and the on pharmaceutical the- companies don't care because yeah. you have you have to be so powerful to go after them. But then we had like a, like our friend Spencer. 
like I messaged them about it because they they were a vet tech and I I said like Rowling went to the vet and she got a shot and she's having a really bad reaction and the first thing they said they said is it pro heart 12 and I'm like so like there's some people people who said it and then like one of the emergency vet techs the second time we took her in who was asking questions and was like trying to decide if she was like serious enough to take in we were like explaining to her and she was like you know they did take that that uh, medication off of the shelves for a while there because it was killing so many dogs. Jesus Christ. I was like, she was like, but I'm not sure if like this is the symptoms. And I'm like, but why is everybody else acting like it well, couldn't why, possibly why be Why would you this? not err on the side of that it is the symptoms is like my because, thing. Because there's a huge pharmaceutical company that's making money and there are vets that are making money and even when they kill your dog, they're making money yeah. on it so it doesn't matter. And there's plausible deniability, right? Yeah. So they just like, they don't, it makes me so mad, but they well, don't because that's what, care Well, because that's enough. what the vet that, like gave her the shot. They were like, you know, it may be that she did have an adverse reaction or maybe this, but like chances are that she was like almost in liver failure for oh, a really long oh, time and it, just, and it just pushed her over the edge and, and I'm like, like our dog went on like a six mile hike a month ago and like goes on runs and is like perfectly fine and has never skipped a meal chances are you're a else. negligent vet like, and we're like, making you face that's how the right liver now. works it just like works until it doesn't we're like there would have been signs I had a cat who was in fucking liver failure for nine months I watched it. I know what that looks like. like. Yeah. She probably would have gotten sick, but there would have it's been It's also a pretty signs. slow it decline. It's a pretty slow days. decline. Yeah. It's yeah. not... Would have been losing weight She got time. a yeah. shot. Yeah, she would have started to eat less. She would have been uncomfortable. She would have shown you other stuff. She yeah. wouldn't be outside rolling around on her back like she always yeah. is doing, right? Yeah, so Chris still hasn't done it, but he needs to... We need to address with the, with the vets. I'm going town. over there with like picket signs. Like, yeah, I mean, don't come in here. Yeah. They're killing dogs over here. That makes me to, so mad. I haven't posted who it was on on Instagram, but I'll say it on here. I think like, it's Paws. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The one oh, P A Z. Yeah. P A Z. Yeah. yeah. On Cesar Chavez, and there's one on South First, and there's one I think on like Lamar or something. They're just like a bougie ass vet and they were the closest exactly. to where we lived on the east side yeah. and I took her there for a while and it's just like... And they're also like, their whole thing is they're like, we're like partially holistic. We always do what's best for your animal. They like give you fucking cold brew in the waiting room. Like, No, I think they're fucking full of shit and like, I, I think they didn't handle it well and then the emergency vet, obviously they're kind of having to like treat an issue that they didn't start but I think that they should have from the beginning like I mean maybe I should have demanded like retest her now but also I'm not a fucking doctor I'm not a veterinarian I don't know what I'm supposed to be telling you to do but the fact that they did it and I'm also not gonna like offer up like a $600 extra charge on top of the $5,000 that we've already paid for you to do something that you're not saying is necessary you know like I'm assuming that's part of the whole deal like I'm paying a thousand dollars a night for her to stay here I would assume you're doing some sort of tests and monitoring Jesus Christ like yeah so that was a nightmare um and that was like probably the saddest thing that I've ever been through and I mean y'all know I love rallying and it was just like Caleb was with me when I took her to the vet yeah and he was like yeah, she was like hopping around and like she's so easygoing at the vet and like went right with the other like with the tech when I went in and then when I, by the time I took her to the emergency vet she was like dragging her feet she's like I don't want to go in there like yeah. dogs even fucking know she's like last time I went in there I didn't feel fucking yeah, good like did not like what they did but yeah and so it makes me feel so crazy I, Crunchy got sick a couple months ago and he rarely gets sick and so I usually watch him for a while and then he just wouldn't stop throwing up and having diarrhea so I'm like and I know he's small so I'm like okay he can't can't lose a lot of fluid there's not much in there to start with so i go to the vet and they're like we think it might be parvo we want to do some tests i'm like parvo like that puppy ass disease this boy is five yeah and they're like well we think it might be parvo if not then it's just this and i was like okay well and they're like we want to do the test it's 500 bucks and i was like what and i make them call me you're not allowed to do anything to him without calling me because i just don't trust them at all um i mean now we know i just i'm so skeptical and um and i was like okay what so what are the how do you treat it if it is parvo and how do you treat it if it isn't and they're like oh the treatment's the same blah 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 and i'm like well then no you're not allowed to do a 500 hundred dollar test so you can know whether it is or isn't just treat him and he was like well but then we won't know i was like well we'll know when he gets better won't we Mm -hmm. and he was like oh and crunchy got better and i was like probably wasn't parvo huh dr vet (laughs) fucking they just like 
they're makes me so frustrated i know that they at least start doing it because they probably love animals but eventually it just becomes like a business Mm -hmm. i mean it is a business but it just becomes like a well we'll do this test it'll i'll make 500 bucks on it you know Mm -hmm. i mean it's ridiculous like if you look at the itemized i mean it's the same thing with like human (coughs) at this point but like you pay for the vet visit which is like 75 dollars to 150 dollars whatever but then they charge you to administer all of medication everything so what am I? What are am you I doing? renting the room? Yeah, like I don't. Because I'm renting the room. I'm bringing drinks and friends. Right. Okay. Because like, I rented this room for. Because right I now. feel like everything that you do during during that appointment should be included in the appointment fee. But I absolutely. Mean, oh, that's and that's definitely yeah. That's fully me. It's yeah. so fucking. Yeah. So I wasn't planning to get another dog anytime soon because like she's like the love of my life. Yeah, it's hard, but. I had her, so I get her food through Chewy, and her one of her bags had just come, and it wasn't even open, so I had a brand new, like, 30, 40-pound bag yeah. of dog food. I had bought her over $100, $200 worth of Christmas presents. Christmas gifts. Um, I probably had, like, seven harnesses and collars mm-hmm. and, like, three leashes mm-hmm. and a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. So well, I, A lot of toys. A bunch of her old toys, and so I was like, I'm going to go take this to the shelter and donate it. Well, and also you ended up donating. So, like, we ended up spending, like, $5,000 on all of the vet bills mm-hmm. between me and Chris. Mm-hmm. And I, I put out my credit card, half of it, and he put half of it on his credit card. But then I made a GoFundMe whenever everything happened because the last time that we had really insane vet costs and, like, a tragedy when Percival ended up going through liver failure, I spent, mm-hmm. like, $3,000 on him. And then uh, Grin... She ended up having a birth defect and got surgeries, and we spent like three thousand dollars on her. Mm-hmm. This was like three three years ago. They both died, uh, so we ended up losing two pets, and then both being out three thousand dollars. Six k, yeah, yeah, and it was it was really hard, and it, it it just like adds insult to injury. So I ended up making a GoFundMe, especially because this was it was so tragic, it was so quick, and it was negligent, and so it a lot of people like really like stepped up and helped. It was really like twenty dollars from like a hundred people. Oh yeah, you it's know? A, it's amazing how it was so quick. Like five bucks from oh, yeah. a, from a, a bunch of your friends will make. And like we had a bunch mostly of, all of our friends. It was I mean, mostly I people, on Instagram, so some of it was like people was, to follow us, but yeah. like it was mostly like Joe and Brittany who you've met, or like um, my mom's friend Nikki donated yeah. like a hundred dollars. Lindsay donated a hundred dollars. Yeah. Like a lot of our friends who like have the means did donate like a good amount, but then also like a lot of people who like rep for flaunt just donated $5 here and there. Totally. And so we ended up hitting the goal. We actually, I stopped it early because Chris or Val had put Chris's Venmo up. So Chris had gotten Venmoed personally mm-hmm. some money. Some money, yeah. And then so between that and the GoFundMe, we ended up hitting the goal. But then because the way that the emergency vet works, they bill you ahead of time for worst case scenario. And that was on my credit card. And so they billed me for like the high end and then Rowling did not stay for that obviously nice. she only stayed 12 hours yeah. they ended up refunding it was like a thousand dollars and so we had already got that money and so we decided to make a donation to Austin Pets Alive and the Austin Humane Society yeah right? that's pretty great yeah. so we did both $500 each like yeah. in Rowling's name we could have like refunded but then it's like how do you decide who you refund or whatever yeah. but we thought no, that it and it was I think those a, people gave that money in goodwill it's absolutely fine to donate mm-hmm. and then the it was the holiday season and yeah. like they needed a lot of help so Chris ended up taking, like, donating that money and then taking the additional donations to the Humane Society. And, like, in the midst of looking online t- to donate all of that, I, like, ventured onto the puppy page. It's hard not to. And <laughs> yeah. I do it all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not even on the market. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> Granger, Granger had a sister that looked exactly like Rowling. So this is what got me into even considering it I'll show you what she looked like I know I um, I got one of those 3 a.m. calls from you and that was oh, just yeah. crushing so this was <gasps> oh my goodness yeah. so macaroni what are you doing that was macaroni yeah. he's rigatoni <laughs> but so when I was like looking to donate and whatever I like you know I was talking to Courtney and we decided where we we're gonna donate money and where I was gonna take all of those stuff like physically yeah. and then I like looked on the Humane Society and there was this little puppy that was like seven weeks old female that looked exactly like Rowling as a baby and I was like oh my god like this feels like a sign puppy, so like yeah. I like messaged them and they're like she's actually already claimed but she has a brother which he doesn't look like Rowling but he's gonna be a big he's dog he's so cute though I love his yeah. I like he his lighter face he does have kind of little eyebrows which is something he's kind I of like. a reverse Rowling yeah and so I was like okay like 
uh, like I talked to like Courtney and Val and my mom and my friend Max and I was just kind of like is it too soon and whatever and like a bunch of people I mean I had a few people like shittily message me or comment on my stuff and be like well that was fast and it's like this I dog is gonna did. like live in a kennel and during the holidays Absolutely. which is a puppy of course it'll get adopted but like you, I know, you really had people be shitty yes All right, yeah but I could I have, see it I have the thing is the 10 days or almost 2 weeks without railing here the house was eerily quiet True. I have a yard I had a nice dog that I just bought her I didn't get rid of all of the toys like I was like, I have a house and a yard, and like, and I want to, whether you got him personally or you're just fostering him, you had the ability to give someone yes. a home, and you gave them a home. Right. That, I mean, that it's not evil. Yeah. You know. So I mean, it just felt like. And you also had, what was her name? Our old neighbor who reached out and told you about like the vet. She's. Oh yeah, like during during all of the GoFundMe stuff, one of a, a girl that was our like downstairs neighbor in college she was a vet tech and she was like you can take this with like a grain of salt but like a handful of people ended up saying this to me but she was after rallying past she was like the people that I was a vet for most of them told me they wish they had gotten a dog sooner rather than later after theirs passed like that it helped them grieve and a lot of people like waited and they're like I feel like I need to wait x amount of time oh for sure that like like, self-torture yeah and she was like if you needed like not permission but permission to like know that it's okay like I'm coming from like a place of experience of seeing people do this and I think that it's more than valid to get a dog sooner rather no I think that's pretty kind I the reason that I got crunchy so I was so sad after Belle and I broke up I was so sad so sad so sad so sad and then I was like man I am not sad about Belle I miss Hootie Who I miss her teeny tiny little uh, Marky Poo who could do tricks and like fly around the room and like speak and dance and stuff I miss hanging out with this tiny little dog so then I started trolling Craigslist mm-hmm. but yeah I was tortured and finally found Crunchy like three months later mm-hmm. but yeah I was like tortured for like six months just being sad and blah 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 when why I could if I was willing to I could have right experienced the sadness because you're not supposed yeah. to you know just bowl through it which is mm-hmm. something that I often do but let give yourself the opportunity to experience it be really fucking sad it hurts it also just will continue to hurt because you just lost someone yeah it, it and you'll never be able to replace right. them and no, like and you can't i mean you you had rallying for nine years like through every breakup there was always rallying every absolutely move. every absolutely. move every place like she's been a constant i mean that's how i felt about percival he was seven he was my first my first my pet yeah. you know yeah. and when he died i was lucky that i had just started dating Kristen and she had just adopted the boys Uh-oh. and so like technically they're hers but like I didn't have to go from That's a place so of like I having I know they were hers well, her we'll, fat boys we'll have to fight over them if we ever <laughs> but and Floof was uh, his cat Grin's kitten so yeah. she's part of the family but uh, yeah I can't even imagine a household where we didn't have cats mm-hmm. I wouldn't have done it mm-hmm. I would have immediately gone and scoured the streets yeah. mm-hmm. for a street cat well, when, like when Grin died so Grin died at the same time as Percival, and Grin was only two, and she, like she said, she had a birth defect. She had a diaphragmatic hernia, yeah. and she accidentally got pregnant when she was in my parents' house because she was young. She was only like six months old. And she hadn't gotten her babe. fixed yet. Yeah. Um, and so she, we think that when she was pregnant, that that kind of opened up the hernia yeah, because like it, will. it pushed everything around. Yeah. And so shortly after she gave birth to Floof's litter, which he was the only fluffy one, so mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. Um, she just seemed to have like fluid and so mm-hmm. I took her in and like that's when we spent a bunch of money they had to like do an exploratory surgery and they like yeah. couldn't fix anything she ended up passing away and cats are and a little less sturdy than dogs yeah. like she was that, you know she was little um but she looked exactly like chunk but not chunky um but I was like devastated about it like I'd only had her for two years but it was kind of the same thing where like chunk ended up falling in my lap like two weeks later two weeks and later we had a family friend who was like hey my house in South Austin. I have this shed, and this cat had kittens in it. And uh, he has like a son with his girlfriend, and he was like, "This kid is gonna fall in love, and we are all allergic." Yeah. And I cannot yeah. let this kid like. There's no way to explain that to a child. So I ne- can you take them? Because mm-hmm. he just knew like mm-hmm. I'm the crazy cat lady. Get and I these was like, cute kids out of here. I was like, sure. And we went to pick him up, and one of them it was exactly grin like, like the same face marking, so same feet, and it was just kind of like. I kind of believe in universe, karmic energy stuff, and like I was just like, this feels like the universe being like, hey, like this is your little one again or whatever, and so that's why I ended up getting her. I didn't like seek her out, and so that's kind of how I felt about like looking for him. I was like, if none of them like call out to me or like whatever after rallying, like that's fine, but also like I feel like I have it in my heart, and like I'm still sad, and like 
I mean, I've cried almost every day since Rowling has been gone, and yeah. like, he's sweet, but he's not Rowling, and sure. like, I'm gonna fall in love with, I mean, yeah. I am in love with him. And also, like, we went from absolutely. a perfect adult dog to a puppy. To a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, when I was adopting him, they're like, have you had a puppy before? I'm like, fucking nine years ago? I'm like, yeah. I don't remember even potty she training like, Rowling. I think she just knew. I think like, she did it herself. Yeah. She was perfect. But... I don't know. It's hard. You're like, can like, we litter bugs train him? Because we got one of those. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's been really tough. And it was like, you know, it's one of those years of like, 2020 has been awful, but it was like. Oh, God. On top of that, like Val's like soulmate of a dog died in April. Yeah. And so we both looked at her, each other and I was like, poor fucking Peggy, man. Like her other dog. Mm-hmm. She experienced Petunia dying and then she had Rowling for like five months and then Rowling died. And I'm just like, and Val's looking at me and she's like, I only knew her for five months and I feel like gutted. I don't know how you're yeah, like even standing. And I'm like, no. Oh. When you said the words, because you called me so that I could go help let someone else's dog out so you guys could go up to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And when you said the words, I was like, I just like couldn't not yeah. cry either. It's like, it's so awful. You know, I can, my first dog was a Boston Terrier and, and, and for the longest time I didn't want to look at Boston Terriers because I just missed her so much. Yeah. And then I met this girl who has a fucking Boston Terrier and I'm like, I, I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it. She's smelly, but I like her. Yeah. But yeah. Have you guys seen this commercial? Start T-Mobile skip. Is it on? Yeah. Yeah, I did something to the view. It's okay. Sometimes I do something that I don't know what I did. Okay, so now that I've shown you, you guys have seen this Match.com 2020 commercial where they have the devil match with 2020. Honestly, I felt so attacked the first time I saw it. I was like, fuck you, Match Group. Fuck you, Match.com. That is an evil-ass commercial. It's horrid. That's absolutely how 2020 has felt. <laughs> also, if you haven't seen it, literally go watch on YouTube. It's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, so you you called me so I could help with some dogs, let mm-hmm. some dogs out. So I go let these dogs out. Uh, I've been rear-ended like three weeks before, and I'm leaving letting these dogs out, and this guy runs a red light and T-bones me in my rental car, which is like just a whole, been a whole fuck show. I'm just glad you survived, because that would have been... Literally... Oh, well, yeah. Well, he hit your sometimes I'm. Side? No, he hit my driver's side. Oh. Sometimes I'm not glad I survived. <laughs> I'm like, because he was uninsured, and so now it's it's going through my insurance, which is fucking literally insane. And then last week, so we both work with this same local seamstress. Uh, they're called Blue Bonnet Cut and Sew, and they're brilliant. Um, I was I went to my storage unit where I have three storage units together that have my inventory and some other stuff in it. And I went to go grab a thousand can. 95s that I have to give to her so she can donate to the different um, churches that she goes to. Um, and one of my storage units was completely empty. Someone took like all of my product out of one of them, like 25 to 35K worth of product. And it's like, full, like a locked fifth floor storage unit. Did they unit. clean it out? And cleaned it out. Everything's gone. Oh, like did the storage unit clean it out? No, no. It's units at the apartment hmm. complex. And so one of them, I go, it's completely gone. I close the door. I open it again. Everything's still completely gone. I'm like, oh my God, fine. I have two insurances insuring my ships, whatever. So I call my business insurance. They're called Next Insurance. Everyone don't get Next Insurance. They're awful. They're telling me that even though they said they covered my inventory, now they don't cover my inventory. So I'm like, whatever. So now I'm trying to go through my renter's insurance because they should also cover that because it's in my apartment. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, fuck you, How did that happen? I, no idea. It's electronic locks, so, like, it's not even, like, a key. They didn't, like, 
they didn't defeat a physical lock. They could have defeated an electronic lock, you know, but like... Is there then, any surveillance? No, no, no. The building's like, oh yeah, we have a, just a couple cameras. And I'm like, it's a lot of boxes, guys. You would have seen men with dollies. They would have needed that to mm-hmm. load the shit out and like... And then go use elevators. They could. If, you, gonna if they were doing camera? the stairs, it would have been. No, no, I'm just taking my stuff out of the storage units. I'm like, cool, I'm going to go put them in a friend's house where it's actually safe. But I'm like. Or even like a storage place that has security would be better than that. Well, for sure. But I just thought, you know, the fifth floor of a private building where mm-hmm. you need like multiple points to access. So then it's like, was it someone inside? Was it the building? Is it one of my fucking neighbors? And also, joke's on you. Now you have $30,000 worth of extra-large extra to 4XL bombers, you know? Because <laughs> that, that was my closet that was, like, full of bombers. It was full of my bombers, and it was full of my extra-large product, my extra-large size tops. And I was like, the fuck? I'm lucky that I, like, have my inventory sheets, and I know what I keep in all the units, but I'm also, like, now I'm just, like, fighting these insurance companies to fucking give me my money back. And fuck you, Next Insurance. I went on there because they look like they're new and fancy and all of it. I went on their LinkedIn and like dropped my story on every post that they've posted in the last eight months and commented on every comment that anyone said. And I'm like, y'all don't. It's a scam. Don't. Bob, That's don't. what you should do. If you pause. love your business, no. do not come here. It's a scam. They don't. They're not trying to help you. <sighs> so I can't great. believe that happened to you. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, it's cool. Maybe someone will hit me with a card and finish the job. I'm just 2020 has been yeah. a full on. How are uh, how is everything with Luke? Are y'all better? Yeah, after totally. Yeah, yeah. We yeah we got we're we're actually having some really good traction. The the state of Florida is interested in us making some education material for um, visually impaired people to be able to get jobs because visually impaired people have a real shit time trying to get jobs. So yeah, and if if you took a PPP loan, um, your uh, you're supposed to have uh, at least. I don't know if it's for every PPP loan, but for most of the larger companies, you need to have 7% um, ADA employees to continue to fulfill the requirements of that PPP loan. Hmm. So we're working, we're talking to CVS and Rainbird and a medical coding company about making um, like education, uh, accessible education platform so that they can make sure that they have, they're meeting that 7% um, ADA higher requirement and also just help people with disabilities become more successful at mm-hmm. fucking working. If, what's the statistic? If 1% of disabled, uh, of disabled individuals joined the workforce, the US GDP would witness a $25 billion increase annually. Wow. Yeah. Mm. So it's pretty, it's pretty good stuff. We're definitely finding our niche with the accessibility, which is working. And we have two big fat government contracts we're working on, which is really interesting. One of them is a paper shredding gig in Hawaii, and that's pretty much all I can say about it. But it's worth like $12 million over four years, which is fucking great. I was like, I will go rip every single piece of paper with my teeth. <laughs> I don't care. And pee on the other ones. I don't, we'll destroy them. I fucking promise. Like, <laughs> like that's so, my diet for the next so four ridiculous. years. So ridiculous. Like, mm. Is that eight by 11? Ugh, get it. <laughs> fucking breakfast. That's yeah, good. so fuck off 2020. Feck off 2020. <laughs> How's everything else? <sighs> um... I mean, per- having a hard time in my personal life, for sure. My mom is, like, not talking to me, and that's really hard. Were you planning to hang out with your family for the holidays? I, yeah, I, that was the plan, and, I mean, it's what I wanted to do, but, like, I know I can't see my sister. She's, like, she's, like, five months pregnant right now, so I can't go visit her. And I do have an aunt I could go see around here, but she... Um, was gonna have my mom over and my mom's just like not talking to me and I can't we like hardly can be in the same room without it being why is she not talking to you a mess why recently got mad at when her and my dad divorced like almost eight years ago now she told me that he disowned me so for the last eight years I thought that the guy who actively adopted me when I was 11 then raised me my whole life and then decided nah I don't want her anymore and disowned me which was really hurtful for a super long time right makes you feel pretty bad by yourself and then I find out in her just casual conversationing, 
I was like, well, yeah, I was saying something. We're at her new house, and I was like, oh, yeah, it sucks. You know, it sucks. Well, when you've had, you know, two dads that don't want you. And she's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, well, because Q disowned me. And she was like, he didn't disown you. And I was like, what are you talking about? Because you stood in our house and told me that this man did not want me as his child anymore, and that's what he told the court. Later, I get it from her that what actually happened is he listed myself and my sister as adopted on the legal court documents because we are adopted legally. So that's the case. And she just being a hurt, I mean, not whatever. Our parents are always doing the best job She that they can. She just being a hurt bitch decided to tell me that he didn't want us so that we wouldn't want to like be friends with him anymore. And so this... So obviously I was very mad at her for this. Cause I was like, the fuck dude? I like could have been having a relationship with my dad, someone who I really needed this past while. And someone who like, when I was 20 made a huge effort to apologize for being such a horrid man while we were growing up, way more than you did. And him and I got back together. But then when I was like 23, you told me he disowned me and then we stopped having a relationship. And you know, and now I'm 30. Um, so, uh, like in October, I went up to Utah to help drive her down, her and her stuff down here. Cause she was moving down here. And I, and this was when I found out and I met with him and I was like, dad, I'm so sorry. I had no, I just thought, you know, that you didn't want me, which was very hurtful, you know? Cause I also had another dad who basically treated me the same way. And, um, and he was like, that's not it at all. Like, I mean, he's like, I'm really glad we figured it out. But like, no, it's been killing me that you guys don't want to be my friend, you know, because I made such an effort, you know, to adopt you and love you and raise you as my own. And I was like, I know. And and it like was going well for a little bit. So just was just, a, you know, bless him. He was like, don't be mad at your mom. She was just really hurt at the time and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, whatever dad you can't come say the right things now (laughs) I mean you can but also then I appreciate and he and now we've you know we talk and we text because he lives in Utah and he's got a great place and he's like please come with your friends I got I got a new hot tub on the third floor and come to Park City we got rooms and so it's gonna be fun I'll visit him soon but it's just like man you just like crushed my relationship with my dad for the last almost 10 years Mm -hmm. and she's hardly hardly willing to like own up to it and so it's just like she's like "Uh, you misunderstood i I mean that's what she's been that's what she's been trying to sit on and i'm like i really wouldn't have though yeah i'm a pretty exacting person and i love the data and And also like if i did misunderstand at some point you probably would have corrected it yeah exactly you just like been like why don't you ever talk to him literally you just kind of like slipped up in front of me right now and then i asked you about it and then maria was there so i think she felt like she couldn't lie because it you know because it would have been hard for her to to figure it out but yeah oof so yeah my f- I end up mostly let's see Mar- oh maria took me to christmas eve brunch which was super duper fun we um josephine house which i hadn't oh, been oh i love it it so was cute good. our server was like so rude <laughs> really yeah. yeah and i was like why why are you working if you're so mean today um, and the, and the, I, I hate that. There's nothing I hate more than that. I'm like, I understand like the service industry is horrible. I've worked in it, but like, it's also like a pretty easy job if you just are a nice person and I will tip you like, totally. and I will also tip you if you're being an asshole, but I am going to be pissed off about it. Totally. And we kept having to like ask it. Like we ordered toast and like a, they have an appetizer of toast and jam and butter. So he drops off the toast and butter. And I was like, I wonder if the jam's coming and blah, blah, blah. Wait, wait, wait. He doesn't check on us forever. We put, we butter the toast and eat it. And then finally I'm like, hey, do you think we could get the jam for the toast? And Maria's like, and maybe more toast. And I was like, and maybe more butter, you know? And he was like, y'all didn't get jam? And we are like, uh, no. And then he like looks on the table to see if we like hid the jam dish or something. And I'm like, no, we did. I'm not lying to you about the jam. We just, can we just get some breakfast? Like, and then, yeah, whatever. It's apparently too much to ask. Oh my gosh. It's out of his personal jam stash. Yeah. And then I, and then I hung out Christmas in the afternoon with, uh, with Frankie and, um, maybe someone else. I don't remember. Maybe not. Yeah. Frankie, it's pretty fun. Crunchy plays with Mr. A lot. It is hilarious. Is he as big as George yet? No, no. Is he little? 
he's like crunchy size. He's longer than crunchy, but he's, he's still small. He's still like yeah. sleek, slim kitten, you know? Like he's, he's so not like mom filled was out really or anything. Little, so we thought they weren't going to get very big. He's crazy annoying. Is he? Holy shit. This man is a monster. He's like, he like pulled down the Christmas tree, got tangled in the. She like put her tree up, like three days later took it down because like the stress of him just pulling it down. He gets tangled in the lights and then he's like. And you're trying to like untwist his little body in the lights and he's like scratching you to bits. And then he'll finish that and he'll stand on the edge of the sofa and like fucking swat a huge picture and you watch it teeter. Hopefully it doesn't fall. Runs up and knocks some face off and I'm like. Oh my god. <laughs> Put him in the garage. She loves what him, is, right? She loves him, and I think she hates that he's so awful right now. <laughs> Which is fucking funny. I don't know why he's so bad. It's hard. I'm like, put him outside. She's like, no, run right away. I was like, put him outside. <laughs> he's so cute. She's like, you think the roads want him back? And I'm like, mm, you should ask. <laughs> Fucking, uh, fucking not after she fucked him up already. Crazy kittens. <laughs> Some cats are shits though. Oh man. Yeah. I and in my head I think you know kittens are just kind of wild until they're maybe two ish or something. Yeah, Some of them like have it boys. in them. Oh yeah. Alexis has a kitten that she that he's like six months old and he's a little shit. He like. He was partially feral too, but he just like doesn't like to be touched at all, which I hate. No, but then what's he also, the point of a cat? Yeah, right. And then you. we stayed we stayed at my parents' house for Christmas, and there's like a cat room. My mom converted my little brother's room when he moved out into a room that has like a cat tower and the food and the kitty litter and has a spare bed. And me and Kristen had to sleep in there over the holidays because Chris is, or Caleb is allergic to cats, so he had to sleep in one room that doesn't have it. And then Chris mm-hmm. had the puppy, so he had to be downstairs where you could outside. It's a twin bed, which is fine for me and Kristen. We can sleep in that. But the cats, like, there's, like, a baby gate, and literally all night long for, like, eight hours, Bug is his name, it's Alexis' cat. Bug and George and Floof a little bit are just fucking chasing each other. Just nonstop, chasing, attacking each other, hissing, but, like, playing, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't stop. So me and Kristen were like, what the fuck? We cannot sleep with these monsters. And it's all he does. He has nonstop energy, which sounds like that's what I know. Is like. It's awful. I'm like, when are you going to get tired? You're supposed to sleep like 18 hours a day. I know our cats do. Floof has never been so exhausted. He came back from being at his grandma's house. And when we got home, him and George were knocked out. Yeah, that's so cute. <laughs> I, even though I am desperately allergic to cats... Like, a cat cafe is actually, like, a, like, fucking euthanasia room for me. Um, I have owned two cats. I had one. I had Mau Mau when I was 20. I, like, got her at a, picked her up at a Walmart. They just had a box of kittens outside, and I was like, oh! She was, like, white and had, like, a little Hitler mustache, and I was like, done. You're mine. <laughs> and she turned out, she loved me, but turned out to be very evil to my ex-girlfriend, Summer. And so we called her Chairman Mao because she was, like, so bad. She would, like, get on the top of the headboard and, like, jump on summer's face you know or like one time summer's car got hit by the city trolley and they mailed her a check and this check is sitting in her office like against the window and mau mau sitting outside the window and she is like just like looking at her and the mau mau sticks her hand in like puts a cloth through the check and then flicks the check out into the snow and like gets all wet totally ruined she doesn't get a new check but mau mau ended up having kittens and i kept one of the kittens when i left and his i named him corn dog um, <laughs> As one does. As one does when you got a cute little kid. And he was mute, which is so cute. He wouldn't, he couldn't make any meow sounds. He was, That was like all he could do. And it was so funny. Um, but he just loved, he was, he loved me too much. He just loved to cuddle with my face while I was sleeping. And I was like, you're killing me. And so I had a, I had like a pretty rickety, um, sh- like uh, a, a dresser unit for my clothing. It had like, Big, like it wasn't quite matched up. The drawers were kind of wonky and, and really deep. And so I would put him in my sock drawer and just clo- and like close it mostly. And then he would stay in there. And then I would check on him like 10 minutes and he was just like purring in all my socks. And I was like, all right, this is fine. Yeah. This is fine. Stay here. Because I would, because he would come over to me, he'd eat his food, he'd get really excited, he'd purr, 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 and then he would like throw up on my face. And I was like, oh God, <laughs> go away. So I would stick him in my sock drawer. But cats are just so cute. They're just, you know allergies they're just actively trying to kill me 
but um, <laughs> Granger at my parents' house uh, ended up biting through the Christmas lights and shocked himself. <laughs> and then the Merry Christmas, Christmas. didn't work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he kept fucking with it, and and we we're like, he's gonna bite through that cord. And then I just hear him go, <laughs> like, and then he's like walking sideways near it. Like, <laughs> and he like blows out like a cartoon, blows a little puff of smoke yeah. out of his mouth. Like, but and I was like, that's what you get. My dad was like, let him keep doing it. I mean, it shocks himself enough times, he'll stop chewing through shit. And like, yeah, until he chews through like an expensive laptop cord, then we're going to have a problem. Or something really strong, like high oh, yeah. voltage and kills himself. No, um, having a golden retriever puppy taught me how to, um, you know, clip the cables, strip the ends, reattach them to each other and put electrical tape. I was like, I learned how to patch chargers. So I was like, I can't keep buying chargers. For things. These are expensive. Um, so that was a skill I was glad to learn. But I also, I forgot, I spent this Christmas, I was watching, I got back on Rover because I made, I was like, the app just pinged me the end of year. It was like, hey, you made this much money on Rover last year. I was like, oh, that was a lot. And, uh, and then um, some, uh, some lady hit me up to watch her cat, 13-year-old cat named Socks, really small, really cute. She has lymphoma, so I have to give her her chemo meds and stuff. But yeah, I spent Christmas you know hanging out with little, tiny little socks the cat mm-hmm. in this nice lady's fancy apartment which is also fun about Rover it's so cute do you take Crunchy with you when you go he, he couldn't go to this one because she said he wouldn't like it so I left him over at basically when I can't hang out with him he's really sad if he's alone by myself like by himself in my place so I can just leave him at Frankie's where he can hang out with his buddy mister and she has a yard he can go outside mm-hmm. and shit um but yeah when Maria's out of town but uh and because she went to see her family her fucking old ass family. They're cute. Her mom lives with her grandma, and all their names are Maria. The exact same. Yeah, all their names are same first, same middle, same last. I wasn't gonna put her on blast, but yeah, freaking so funny. That's funny. Hilarious. So I guess this turned into the pet episode. Yeah. <laughs> this episode might sound a little different because we are recording from home again due to the holidays, but we appreciate you sticking by through any sound quality changes. We are always looking for guests for upcoming episodes. We've had a good amount of people reach out and express interest, but we have room for everyone. If you'd like to be on Queer For It, please shoot us a message so we can plan to have you on. You can either be in the Austin area or we can record remotely, so please hit us up. That's our show this week. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Queer For It. You can send us an email at queerforitpodcast at gmail.com and visit our website, queerfort.com, and also visit flaunt.com and buy some gifts for people you didn't see. Oh, thanks. Um, do not forget, please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, and tell your friends, family, and coworkers, and everyone about us. We are the only gay podcast that exists, so it's really important that people hear and Yeah, know. you should support us. Literally the, the only, only one, one in the world. Um, and <laughs> we, should, you know. we should change our tagline to that. <laughs> well, I'm a little bit ripping it off from Drag Her, because they that that's the um, Monogapian Nicole Byer Drag Race Recap Podcast because they're like we're the only Drag Race Recap Podcast that exists ever anywhere and it really makes me laugh. Um, hit us with any questions you have, topics you want us to cover, the things you want answered. If you're trying to figure out what to eat, order food from Ktor. Um, and until next time, we love you, so you should too. We love, love you. Beware of evil spirits. Yeah, serious. <laughs> Oh my god. In La Paz Vet. They are all stalking you, so everyone knows. <laughs> <be>. Yeah. <laughs>